This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Wednesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for our Wednesday discussion. Jim, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, good morning. We're seeing a little bit of weakness here in the overnight market. Nothing dramatic, but definitely seeing a little bit of maybe a light profit taken after yesterday's very strong technical day, Mark. And I would definitely say it's one of the more bullish technical days I've seen in a long time. The corn, the beans, the wheat front month March contracts all took out the previous day's lows. The beans of the corn actually made new lows for the move, then reversed mid-session and closed higher and took out and closed above the previous day's highs on all three of those uh, commodities. So hopefully that is that kind of that psychological technical turning point that so many of us are looking for to at least start to at least what I would call at least a kind of a technical dead cat bounce. So, Jim, with all of those commodities moving in unison, is that kind of a rising tide lifting all boats? Is it a case of one commodity takes off and the rest go with it? Or was it just, like you said, a technical day for all of the commodities pretty much across the board? I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If the corn market's rallying, the wheat tends to go and adjacent as they're both feeds. But I think also it was a little bit um, a situation. We've seen a lot of pressure, especially in the corn and beans here the last couple of days, I believe, as farmers, unfortunately, are being forced out of cash positions. They were looking for the winter rally. We didn't get it. Instead, the market went down. And the fact of the matter is the farmer, especially in the corn, but even the beans, they're quite unsold. They're carrying a lot of grain compared to historical norms. You're flipping the calendar here to February here tomorrow. Um, You get into that situation, you've got cash rent due. A lot of guys are meeting taxes, you know, taxes are due. And it just, it forced, I think, some people to kind of throw in the towel. So it kind of felt like maybe you might have had a little bit of emotional kind of throw in the towel bottoming early yesterday, and now you're just going to get that technical move. Now, how far we can get this move to go, it's going to be on two two factors, I believe. The first one is demand. Can we see some export demand show up from China or somebody else? And the other thing is just, I think, is what we're going to watch is see what the funds are doing. You took, Mark, you look at the fund position, corn, beans, wheat, cattle, they're, they're carrying this massive short position in the ags in general, bigger than they normally carry for this time of year. Do they lighten up that position as we get into the kind of, well, you know, the springtime? You know, the, the amount of their liquidation of that short position will probably have a big determining factor of how far this bounce will, will go. Jim, what's the current situation with wheat here in the United States and the price in comparison with the rest of the world? Overall, it's been pretty good. I mean, we've selling wheat recently, but... You know, we did get some negative news last week. Um, you know, China has never bought Argentina wheat before, interesting enough. Well, they signed a protocol to start allowing the importation of Argentina wheat, and Argentina looks like they've got a pretty big wheat crop. So that's something that's not good for the American wheat producer right now in the fact that we're going to have more and more competition. we still got this monster crop that we're dealing with out of Russia. But we're getting into the season where people are going to really start to say, well, how is this upcoming winter wheat crop going to be? I mean, they were making a comment on a conference call I was in this morning that it was warmer in Saskatchewan, Canada, than it was down in Key West yesterday. So there's some really warm weather coming in. You know, the question is, is that going to bring wheat out of dormancy early, not just here, but around the globe? You've heard warm weathers in Europe. And then if we'd happen to have a late freeze type situation and you hit this crop, that's what we're going to be watching for is, you know, how does this wheat come out of dormancy? And depending on how that plays out, we'll have a determining factor on what our wheat does for demand. On the other side of the ag marketplace, what's happening in the protein sector? Cattle market had a really strong day early yesterday. They did back off. The April cattle hit that 100-day moving average, went through it. 
and pulled back a little bit two days ago. Overall, I think the trend is overall strong. I, I think you can get over this 200-day moving average eventually and maybe even try to fill that gap up toward 190. I mean, we're seeing a very good, I think, overall in the cattle market, kind of an interesting situation. The supply is tightening because we, you know, we know the cattle are struggling to put on the pounds during this brutal winter, winter run the last couple of weeks. But on the other side, side of the coin on the demand side stock market making new highs consumer sentiment continues to strengthen um so you've got a consumer that's feeling comfortable about the economy you got the economy going up so hopefully you've got the demand out there that's going to try to reach in and buy that protein supply that's a little bit tighter that'll drive the prices up and keep this a little near-term bull trend running and what about the hog market right now jim Hogs doing the same thing. They're kind of following along on the cattle. We'll see if they can continue to do it. The one thing I'm keeping an eye on the hogs right now is the story coming out of China. China is liquidating some of their hog herds because they said they had too many of them. But, you know, China is such a big producer of consumer of hogs in the world. We tend to get some of that overflow demand if we need be. Their economy market has just been, let's face it, it's been brutal. Our stock market is trading at highs. Their stock market is trading at five-year lows. They're trying to get that economy stimulated. If they can get that accumulated, start to spin up and uh, get a little bit stronger, that should do nothing but help, hopefully, the demand for our hogs. Is China dealing with any more economic conditions that are causing problems than, I guess, someone like the United States? Or is it still just that very, very, very slow recovery from COVID? Well, they're dealing with a couple of things. Like I said, the stock market is just definitely struggling, so it's hurting the consumer sentiment. Their housing market has been in a bubble or a deflating bubble for quite a while now. Um, they just liquidated one of the biggest China um, builders, was just forced into liquidation here this past week. So their economy just, you know, it's just struggling on all fronts. Youth unemployment is at record levels. So, yeah, I mean, you look at it, the difference between our economy and their economy right now is night and day. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461, reaching the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. Better yet, go to agmarket.net to try a, a free shot of our research. Thanks so much, Jim, for all the information today. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for having me on. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down three and three quarters at 444 even. March soybeans down nine even at 1209 and three quarters. March soybean meal down $1.50 at 36150. March soybean oil down 25 cents at 4575. Chicago wheat down 10 even at 595 and a half. Minneapolis wheat down eight and a quarter at 691 and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat down eight and a quarter at 622 and a half. And March oats up a quarter of a cent at 377 and a quarter. On the Merck, February live cattle down 22 cents at 177.80. March feeder cattle down 65 cents at 240.67. February lean hogs up two cents at 75.87. February pork cutout up $1.32 at 88.75. And class three milk up two cents at 16.25. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.